Happy Friday. 13 game. Not looking forward to it. 13 game slate. Yes. Uh, the scheduling of the next week is not great. We got 13 games today. I think two tomorrow. Another massive slate Sunday. No games Monday. And then another huge slate Tuesday. So, uh, going to be fun. Going to be a fun one. But uh, before we talk about this slate, let's recap everything from last night. So, first, just wanted to give a big shout out to Rex. Uh, in the Discord, he took down last night a $20 entry into almost $40,000. You absolutely love to see it. Uh, like I said, this is just actually the best part of what I do. Of uh, the big one, when people can win big and you know it's like life changing money, really. Like that is the best part of what I do. So, congrats, Rex. Um, you know, great guy. So, really, really happy for him. And uh, yeah, like I said, you absolutely love to see that. But Going over my lineup, well, I did not expect uh, the Milwaukee Bucks at home to, you know, lose by 50 to the Celtics. Like, what are we doing, man? What, what are we actually doing here? What happened? Uh, can we talk about that? And then Nicole Jokic gets ruled out. I do the, you know, what I think is the sharp thing, just full stack. The Nuggets can't hit a shot. 5% from the field. So let me just ask this. Let me just ask you guys this. The Nuggets faders out there. There are, there are some out there. How did you know with Nikola Jokic, the highest usage player on the team, in a great matchup, how did you know that the rest of the team would shoot 5% from the field? I, I just want that answered. How did you know? I had Jamal Murray over 33.5 PRA from, from uh, took that last night. Had him in every single prize pick slip, basically. He had 32 going into the fourth quarter competitive game. Doesn't do anything the whole force. How did that happen? Right? I mean, come on. Like, actually, come on. The Michael Porter Jr. faders. How? How did you know that he would be way worse with Nikola Jokic off the court? I'm just so. Uh, last night, so dumb, man. I'm really upset, but. That was my lineup. Again, I only had three players in the early game because I was playing for Nikola Jokic to get ruled out. Nikola Jokic did get ruled out, and I still get punished for it with 5% shooting. So, uh, yeah, it is what it is. We move on to 13 games today. I reserved my Call of Duty contest for today, so that's nice. Um, we finally got COD back in our lives. Um, so, hopefully we can make some money there, and hopefully we can make some money on this NBA DFS slate. So, Really quick, though, uh, let's talk about the sponsor of the video. Again, that would be Prize Picks. I'll have a video up after this. If you guys are not familiar, it's a player prop site. You build two, three, four, five, up to six player props and win up to 25 extra money. So if you guys want to give it a try, you can use the code DKDFS, 100% match up to $100. And premium content for DFS and Prize Picks is linked down below. Okay, so we have 13 games, so we're not going to spend too much time each of these teams, but we'll start off with Chicago and Charlotte. So Chicago, basically fully healthy. You got Drummond and Crusoe status up in there, but that's not really important. If Cruz, admit, if Cruz misses, you get a little bit more run for those secondary guys like White and Beverly and, and Williams and Io. But the price points are up on all those guys. I do like the matchup here, like DeRozan, Vooch, Levine. The, the tricky part is it's 13 games. And there's probably going to be guys in that range that look a little bit better. But I would not be surprised if this game stays competitive if one of the Bulls, one of the main Bulls made the winning lineup. So I like the ceiling on DeRozan. I like the ceiling on Levine. I like the ceiling on Vooch in a great spot. It's just a matter of... Um, again, picking between those two if you're going to on 13-game slate. On the Charlotte side, so 
Got to keep an eye on the news. Uh, Hayward's doubtful. Ubre and Dennis Jr. are questionable. I mean, there's no really reason to play these guys anymore. They have nothing to play for. They haven't had anything to play for for most of the season anyway. So we'll see. If they if they both sit out, then we get a similar situation to last game. Now, I will just mention this, too. The, the Hornets said they're going to rotate the center. So two games ago, it was Richards that sat. Last game, it was Mark Williams. I'm expecting Kai Jones to not play today. Um, so... But we'll, uh, we'll monitor that. P.J. Washington went absolutely crazy last game, but 8.5K, I don't know if I can pay that salary for him. He did play 37 minutes, which is a little bit surprising because the game before that in a competitive game, he'll play 31 minutes. But you want to look to him in tournaments if both um, the main guys, if both Ubre and DSJ are out fine. Um, Steve Mikhailuk also had a massive game, but 6.3K for him feels about right, to be honest. The two centers, Williams and Richards, I think are reasonable options. I think if Mark Williams starts, I would give the edge to him over Nick Richards. Um... Maladon, like then you can like Maladon, Bryce McGowns, Boke Knight. Like these are guys that if there's no Dennis Smith Jr. and there's no Kelly Oubre, I would have Henderson. Last game, uh, Maladon played 38 minutes. Um, you saw Bryce McGowns really struggle, uh, only played 24 minutes. I would have thought he would have played a bit more, the rookie. And then uh, James Boke Knight played uh, 19 minutes off the bench. JT Thor got some run off the bench, um, played 36 minutes. So there would be some value here if both Oubre and Dennis Smith Jr. sit. Orlando and Washington, so Orlando fully healthy. Kind of hard to get to any of these guys on the slate, to be honest. It is a good matchup, but I'll just say this. The main guys are playable as ways to get different. Bancaro, Franz, Carter Jr., Fultz, Cole Anthony. I'm probably not going to get to anyone, though. For Washington, well, uh, my boy Porzingis, he's made me a lot of money. I've been taking his uh, you know, first half fantasy score a lot in prize picks. I've been playing a lot in DFS. Oh, okay, so I've been playing a lot in DFS. He's been doing solid. Finally didn't play him here against Boston. 70 bomb when I finally fade. Like, it's just so, so typical. But, like, the matchup for him, no Beal and Kuzma again. He's going to play mid-30s minutes. Um, yeah, I think Porzingis is still a fine spend-up. Danny Advia will be the number two offensively. He should play mid-30s minutes. A guy can stuff the stat sheet. Still viable. Um, if Gafford misses, I think they go that small ball lineup with Morris, Wright, Kispert, Denny, and Porzingis. Like, last game, if that's the case, then both the guards and Morris and Wright are reasonable if they start next to each other. If Gafford's in and starts, then I'm probably going to stay away from Morrison Wright. Pittsburgh, again, he'll play a good amount. It's just a matter of can he make his shots. 4.7K, it's fine. Like, again, the minutes will be there. It just comes down to whether or not he can make his uh, make his shots. Goodwin, Davis, none. They'll see minutes off the bench, but mm, mm, probably not going to get to those guys. Oklahoma City, Indiana. So, um, Shea is once again out. The issue is the price points are now about right for Shea being out. With guys like Giddy, the guard, Jalen Williams, Lou Dort, Isaiah Joe. I like the spot for them. I think these guys are still playable, but there's no standouts. I'm not going to mess with the big rotation, too, especially on this slate. So pretty easy uh, for Oklahoma City there. For the Pacers, comes down to Miles Turner. Again, there's no reason to play him now with only a few games left in the season. So I don't think he'll play. If he misses, you'll get Smith and Isaiah Jackson splitting the center position. Both are reasonable plays. With Halliburton out, just more usage for guys like Matherin, Nemhard, Heald, McConnell, Naismith. Um, Matherin played the most last game, like 41 minutes. Um, if you're going to give me around 40 minutes of Matherin, I do have interest, but I still do not trust that. Seen multiple games where, where Carlisle just trolls his minutes, so I just be careful with some of these Pacers guys. I'll just say this. Matherin, Nemhard, Heald, Nuora, McConnell, Naismith, all viable. I wouldn't call any of these guys priorities, so. Toronto, Philly, pretty easy to talk about Toronto. Yeah, Gary Trent Jr., Barton, questionable. Not huge news, though. Um, None of the main guys really stand out. I'll say, you know, against Embiid, maybe Acapurl plays a little bit more if he can stay out of foul trouble. So he's a little bit interesting to me. Um, my boy Boucher, I mean, he'll, whatever minutes he'll play off the bench, he'll be productive. He did put 28 minutes last game. Um, so he's always a little bit interesting, but uh, there's really nothing on Toronto. Philadelphia, pretty much a stay away. I have Anderson Embiid and Harden, and that's about it. Everyone else is priced way up from when those guys were out. 
Utah, I mean, I'm just so tilted about that last game. Walker Kessler playing. Tw- How did the faders know that Yadoka Azabuki and Damian Jones are going to play more and recently signed Luka Samancic are all going to play more than Walker Kessler in a competitive game? No foul trouble for Kessler? Nothing? All those guys play more minutes than him. How did, like, just unbelievable. Unbelievable. Still no Laurie, still no Clarkson, still no Sexton. We'll see about the status of a Linux. I'll just say this. Be careful with the main guys. Like, they're really not playing anyone huge minutes. Um, I, I like the ceiling a lot on THT, obviously. Um, but he only played 30 minutes last game. Abachi and Fantecchio didn't play a ton. I don't know. I would just be really cautious with the Jazz. Um, might have more interest in some of the cheaper guys. Like, if Lucas Samancic is going to play mid-20s minutes uh, with power court eligibility, like, sign me up for that. If you want to take a dart as a Buki or Jones, I guess, but be careful. This team's also massive blowout risk. So, um, again, I don't, the, the main guys are hard to trust for Boston. Well, there's huge blowout risk. I would not be surprised, to be honest, if we see some of these guys rest on the back to back. But if you think the Jazz can somehow keep, keep it competitive, you can target the main guys. But uh, I have a really hard time seeing the Jazz keep it competitive here. Uh, for New York, you got no Julius Randle. So I think one of the better values in the board is going to be Obi Toppin, assuming he starts, which he should. He started the second half last game. Um, Toppin's not a bad point per minute guy, and I assume we probably see around 30 minutes from him. So I like Obi Toppin at 4K. More usage for guys like Brunson and Barrett. Um, Brunson's 8K. It's not necessarily the best matchup, but um, he'll probably be the go-to guy. Barrett's been very up and down, but we've seen some big games from RJ Barrett. Like He can go 40-plus, so... Um, those two uh, look a little bit better, obviously, with uh, Randall out. Quickly, I feel like, is a little bit pricey. Um, you know, with Brunson back, I don't... He will play more still. Like, he'll play, uh, you know, probably 30-ish minutes, but um, I feel like he's a little bit too pricey. Grimes has been playing extremely well of late. I don't really know what to do with this, to be honest. Like, he continues to just smash. He was so bad for, like, a long part of the season. Now, all of a sudden, he's just, like, their go-to guy. Like, I don't buy it, so... I'm going to stay away from Grimes. If he continues to go for 40 plus, then I'll just, whatever, like, so be it. Josh Hart, 5.8K, fine. Uh, Hartenstein and Robinson will split the center position. All right, moving on to Cleveland. So, Cleveland, well, you got Noah Coro and Jared Allen's doubtful. The answer is yes. I am still on full, full tilt mode from when they have basically seven guys last game. Chuddy Osmond, when the team's fully healthy, was playing like high teens to low 20s, couple games in the 30 minute range, right? Thinking, okay, he's going to play high 20s minutes at least with all those guys out. Buy into him a low ownership. 12 minutes. 12. 12. Diacate, who's been out of the rotation, I think played more. 13. Diacate plays more than Chetty. I just, like, there's just no way. There's just no way. I'm tired in the short end of the stick randomly. Like, whoever, if there's an NBA slate, there's one or two guys that randomly, it's out of nowhere to get their minutes slashed, I have them in my lineup. Hustler, there day, Chetty, it was JV a couple days ago. Like, it's just unbelievable. No one runs worse. It's, it's proof, no one. And I'm not kidding. Look, does his face look like I'm kidding? I am not kidding. No one runs worse than me. All right, um, but yeah, with Jared Allen Doffler, you're going to get Mobley in the starting lineup, or Mobley moving to the center position. His ceiling goes up. Price one eight six, I think, is about right, but still playable. Mitchell, Garland, these guys are going to play huge, huge minutes, right? I expect around 40 minutes from both. We saw the big game from Mitchell last game. Lavert should start, should play 30-plus minutes. I like him for in the mid-range. Um, he is 
A little bit harder to trust. Feeling like a lot of times when he's chalk, he's a lot down, but he should play a lot. Lamar Stevens started and played 41 minutes. Um, he's not the best point per minute guy, but he's playable. I still think I'd rather take a shot on Chetty over Lamar Stevens because Chetty's the much better point per minute guy. And I don't know if Stevens is going to play 40 minutes again. So if you get a game where Stevens plays like 25 minutes and Chetty plays like high 20s, Chetty's definitely the guy you want. But only playing 12 minutes last game was just so, so tilting. I already know what's going to happen. I already know. You're going to see a huge game from Chetty tonight. I don't think I can play him on a 13-game slate. You're going to see a massive game from him tonight, and it's just going to put me on full tilt mode. I'm going to be really, really mad if that happens. Rubio, he'll play, I don't know, around 20 minutes off the bench. He's fine. And, uh, yeah, that's Cleveland. All right, Atlanta, Brooklyn. So, um, good matchup here um, for both teams, to be honest. DeAndre Hunter's questionable. DeAndre Hunter misses. Should get a little more run for Bogdanovich and Sadiq Bay, but nothing crazy. Um, I think the guards are both fine for tournaments. I like Clint Capella at 6'2 for GBPs. Minutes have been, you know, around high 20s, and he's had a couple big games of late. Collins feels priced right. Again, if Hunter's misses, you got Bogdanovich and Bay probably playing a little bit more. If Hunter's in, yeah, I'm probably not going to get to the secondary options. Brooklyn. So I probably sound like a broken record here, but I really like Brooklyn again because they're just playing their main guys. Massive medicine. This is a great matchup. I like Bridges. I like Dinwiddie. I like Claxton. I like Cam Johnson. Dinwiddie, Bridges, they should play close to 40 minutes. Dinwiddie's really the only ball handler. Bridges is getting a lot of shots up. We've seen some big, big games from him. Nick Claxton played a bit more last game. He is a guy that can block some shots, get you a double-double, played 35 minutes last game. Cam Johnson had a huge game last game. One for 50-plus. Uh, I don't love the price point on him, but if he plays mid-30s minutes, that's fine. Royce and Dorian Finney-Smith, they're going to split the power forward position. They're both okay values. I'm not going to mess with anything else. But I like the main guys for Brooklyn a good amount. Clippers and Grizzlies. So um, you got Kawhi Leonard's status up in the air. If he misses, it's going to make Westbrook look better. 8-7. Wouldn't look as good as last slate, but yeah, I was all over Westbrook um, that last slate. I still would like him, but if there's no Kawhi, if Kawhi's in, I'm probably not going to get to him, though. Um, so Kawhi's in, I'll say it's probably just Kawhi that I've interested in. If Kawhi's out, then you can start looking to Westbrook. Then you can start making the argument for some of these secondary plays. I'll mention Bones Highlands has played out of his mind off the bench. I'm only played 22 minutes last game, but went for 40 fantasy points. Um, also, can we talk about this? I played Robert Covington two slates ago when uh, they were shorthanded. Only played 11 minutes. Didn't play him last slate. 40 bomb. Almost a 50 bomb for Covington. But I played a low ownership two slates ago. Same exact situation. 11 minutes. I fade 9 of 10 and 7 of 7 from deep and a 50 bomb from Covington, basically. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about when I say DFS makes you go crazy. It actually does. It just, just You can't make it up. You cannot make that. I play him at low ownership, and I get punished with a three bomb. A three bomb. What, a 44 bomb? The next game? Norman Powell, 4-8. He'll play mid to high 20s minutes. I think he is a fine option there. Memphis, they're fully healthy. I'll just say this. Outside of John Morant, there's really not a ton I like. John Morant, uh, last game, did play mid-30s minutes. So it looks like there's no longer limitation on him. So I like Ja. But that is really it for me. Lakers and Timberwolves. Not a ton here for the Lakers. LeBron questionable, AD probable. I expect both to play. They need to win games. Um, I guess, you know, LeBron, if he plays normal minutes, would be fine. Um, but, yeah, I, I honestly don't think I can get to anyone in the Lakers. For the Timberwolves, so you got Ant and, and uh, Cat expected to play. Slow-mo is probable as well. Um, Prince, Noel, we'll see it about their status. That's not huge, though, but... 
Um, I think Ant, Ant and Cat are both fine options. Cat played 34 minutes last game. He started off in the first half on fire. Like did do, didn't do anything in the second half. Anthony Edwards went for uh, 45 fantasy points in 40 minutes. I think it's Ant and it's Cat, and that's about it. Um, I guess if like Prince and Noel both miss, maybe you could take a dart on like Jordan McLaughlin or NAW or something. But I think we'll probably find better value. Detroit Houston. So this is going to be one of the more appealing games in the slate. Uh, you got no Bogdanovich, no Magruder, no Stewart, no Burks, no Diallo. We don't know the status of Killen Hayes. He did not return at the end of the game last game. So I've had a guess. I would say Killen Hayes does not play. If that's the case, I think you would get Corey Joseph in the starting lineup and you get Ivy, Joseph, Livers, um, Bagley, Wiseman would be my guess. Ivy even played really well of late. This is a great matchup. Um, I expect him to play a lot, probably mid-30s minutes. So I like Jaden Ivy. Bagley minutes, but a little bit up and down. He's viable for tournaments. Wiseman, Duran, they're going to split the center position. Both are not bad point per minute guys, but the ceiling, the minute ceiling is kind of capped, right? Like, I don't think one of these guys is going to play like 35 minutes. So that's the downside there. If there's no um, Hayes and Joseph starts, I think he's playable there at 5K. I don't know if I get to anyone else. Morier will play the backup four. Livers will play big minutes. Hampton might play a little bit more if there's no uh, Killian Hayes. Houston side, so I've been really high on this team for tournaments. I loved, I had originally had Kevin Porter Jr. in my lineup, but once Kelly Linick got ruled out, I had to move some stuff around. I ended up going to Walker Kessler over him, and Kevin Porter Jr. goes for 60 fantasy points. Again, like I said, this is like, I've given you guys like five examples in this video that no one runs worse. Just another one, right? KJ Martin's questionable. If he misses, we can fire up my boy, Tar Eason, who would most likely start, most likely play really big minutes. I'd really like Eason if there's no KJ Martin, but I like the main guys. Kevin Porter Jr., Shingoon, Jalen Green. Competitive games. Both the guards should play high 30s to low 40s minutes. Uh, Shingun's minutes not as secure, but it'll be very productive when he's on the court. And then Jabari Smith, he should play a lot when he's out there. Played 40 minutes last game. So in my opinion, a good amount to like here for Houston. I still don't, if KJ Barnes out and Easton starts, I still don't even know if I could trust anyone else off the bench. So I'll say mainly just be the starters. San Antonio Golden State. I mean, come on. Man. I just, I'm so tired of this team. I'm so tired. I'm so, so tired of it. I don't know. Keldon and Vassell are questionable. Uh, they still have a lot of guys active, even if a lot of these guys sit. Mamouklish Faley should start for Zach Collins. I think he's probably my favorite play right now. Should play mid to high 20s minutes. If Keldon and Vassell are both out, Trey Jones should lead the offense. He'd be a fine tournament play. Graham, Branham, Bates Diap would all look better. Bates Diap would most likely start. Um, Champagne or whatever, how we pronounce his name, started last game for five fantasy points in 25 minutes. Um, if there's no McDermott and a link for two, then maybe you could take a dart like Blake Wesley and hope he like smashes in a blowout. He's been horrific, though. Uh, for Golden State, so massive blowout risk here, but I'll just say this. The main guys are fine for tournaments. If you think this person, some will keep, keep it competitive. I will say this, Kaminga, though, he's a guy that I could see playing in a competitive game and a blowout. Like, if the game blows out, I would not be surprised if Kaminga closes, and he's not a bad point per minute guy. So, Kaminga actually is a little bit interesting on this slate. Like, if... If you give him like 30 minutes and him closing in a blowout, like, no, well, that's that's kind of interesting to me. So I would say I would say Kaminga is my favorite play in Golden State. Sacramento, Portland. So we get to run this game back. Same thing I'll say about Sacramento, as I said in the previous video. I like the ceiling against the bonus. I like the ceiling on Fox. They're in an absolute smash matchup. It's just a matter of do you think this Blazers team can keep it competitive? Because the Blazers are awful. So it's Fox, it's a bonus. That's it. For Portland. Here we go. We talk about this too. They, they they say Cam Reddish is available. Don't play him. Like just tell us that. And Archie Diakono is active. He just doesn't play. Now he's might not play. So 
We're waiting on the status of Watford. I think one of these questionable guys will play, either Archie Diakono or Watford, or they're going to do a similar similar thing to what they did last game where they list one of those guys as active then don't play him. Because they only played seven guys last game. So if all those guys are out. It's Sharp 1, Little 2, Eubanks 3, Knox 4, Walker 5, Thibault 6, Butler 7. So um, we'll start trading Sharp. The price point's way up on him, but he's going to play no matter what. He played 45 minutes last game. If the game's competitive versus the game blows out, he's going to be on the court. So he's still, in my opinion, firmly in play. Um, Eubanks... You know, he'll split, split the center position with, like, Walker and, and John Butler. He'll be productive when he's in the court. Um, was shot awful last game, but it's still like his ceiling. Nasir Little played 40 minutes and went for 12 fantasy points. This team just doesn't have a lot of body, so I have interest in him. I have interest in Kevin Knox, too. Played massive minutes last game. A Thibel had to play a lot. It's again, they don't have any options. Jabari Walker, he'll be productive when he's in the court. Played 27 minutes last game. John Butler, summer league guy. Um, has been awful, but I mean, he's only 3.7K. So if all those guys are out and the Blazers only play seven guys again, you have to have Anderson's team as bad as they are. Finally, Denver and Phoenix. So not looking forward to this one either. You got Jokic, uh, Jamal Murray, and KCP um, all status up in the air. It sounds like all three will not play, but we'll see. If that is the case, then there's massive blowout risk, but you get this huge usage for guys like Bruce Brown, Michael Porter Jr., Aaron Gordon. I would guess to go with the starting lineup of Brown at the point, Christian Brown at the two, Michael Porter Jr., Aaron Gordon, and Bryant. Um, Bryant started last game. The Bryant uh, Sharks got absolutely punished. He was a phenomenal play and only played 14 minutes. I feel for you if you played Thomas Bryant last game because he was a re- or last night he was a really really good play. Um, Zeke Naji, Jeff Green will kind of mix in behind him. Jeff Green not the best point per minute guy, but he closed last game, played 30 minutes. Zeke Naji's four four. Um, again, whoever starts, I think out of the most interesting, if it's Bryant, I mean, you have to have short-term memory. I would be fine playing him at the Flatman price again, even though he's horrific last game. And then, yeah, if all those guys are out, then like you probably do get Reggie Jackson in the rotation. He should like, I think again, the starting lineup of all, if all three of Murray, KCP and Jokic are out would be Bruce Brown at the point, Christian Brown at the two, Michael Porter Jr. Gordon and Bryant. Um, and then you probably get, um, you know, Deke Naji, Jeff Green, Reggie Jackson off the bench, um, and maybe like a Vladko Kankar, Kachar, however you pronounce his name. So, yeah, we could definitely have some value here for, for Denver, but massive, massive blowout rest. So, balls guys are out. Again, I really like Bruce. I like Michael Porter Jr. I like Gordon. I like whoever starts at the five. And Christian Brown, even though he's not going to be super productive, I would think he would start at the two if there's no KCP. So, we'll keep on the news there for Denver. Finally, Phoenix. Um, again, a huge blowout risk of all those guys for Denver sit. But if you think it stays competitive, you can take shots in some of these main guys for tournaments. Booker, Durant, Paul, Aiton. But um, yeah, a little bit tough for me to have confidence in Denver if all those guys sit uh, for keeping the game competitive. All right. So that's going to do it for the video, guys. Um, really appreciate the support as always. Also, again, if you're curious, I do have I uploaded my first day in the life video. If you guys want to check that out, if you're curious on what I do every single day, check that one out and uh, let me know what you think. Other than that, enjoy the rest of your Friday. And uh, we'll see you all in the next video.